0: And so she's like, I know we just met, this is not how I'd want, you know, to start this conversation, but I'm like 99% sure you have breast cancer. And I'm like, how can you be so sure? Like just from my mammogram and the ultrasound, she was like, yes, like how your, how the ultrasound looks like, that's totally what cancer looks like. And so I was like, 99%, so you've been wrong? She's like, one time.
1: Hey mama, what do you think of when you hear the word success? fame, status, and fortune? What about rocking your baby to sleep or coaching Little League, advocating for your special needs child or mastering meal planning, maybe going back to school or starting your own business? The truth is success looks different for us all, and it may change depending on the season of life you're in. After finding myself in a dark place, I decided to set an example for my two boys by intentionally choosing what I wanted for my life and seeking it, even if it was scary. And now I'm so excited to bring you stories of other moms who are living out their version of success. I plan to ask these incredible women not only about their journeys, but how they are making it through the madness and the magic that we all know as motherhood. So whether your assistant just brought you a hot espresso or you're rocking your baby on a third cup of reheated coffee, settle in and get ready for some goodness. I'm Shannon Carruthers, and this is the Successful Mama Podcast. Hey, Mama. Do you want to make a change in your life, but you feel like there is no way you could add anything else in the mix? I get it. That's why I created a simple list of 10 habits you can start today that help produce big change, even in the chaos of motherhood. Go to ShannonCarruthers.com slash momhabits to get a copy sent straight to your inbox. That's ShannonCarruthers.com slash momhabits. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to this episode of the Successful Mama Podcast, where we believe that motherhood does not have to look a certain way to be success. You get to define what it means to you and your version of how to live your life. And I am Shannon Carruthers, your host, and mm. I have a wonderful guest today. I can't wait for you to hear her story. She is phenomenal. Jamie Toe, thank mm. you so much for being on thank today. Thank you so
0: much, Shannon. This is awesome. This is my first. Podcast as a guest, so I'm just thrilled to be well, here. Thank I you. I feel
1: honored to be the first um, one. I'm so excited. Yes. So tell us, just to get started, mm-hmm. a little bit about
0: you and your story. Sure, Jamie Toe. I um, was born in Oklahoma City and went to the University of Oklahoma. So I'm a Boomer Sooner girl. I'm okay. not a Roll Tide. I'm not um, a Tiger. Anything else <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. Um, and then I after I graduated, I moved to Denver for like sixteen years. Oh wow. I loved it. That's where I met my husband, Eric. And um sorry, I talk with my hands a lot. Oh, I do too. It's okay. Um, so we met and loved Denver, but realized that like we were not around family, everyone was flying or we were flying and while we loved our life, wanted like something different for the future. And at the time my dad lived in huntsville and so um i would visit him all the time yeah. and just became and fell in love with it like i just felt every time i would get off the plane it just honestly gave me like a weird sense of peace and it was always just really relaxed here and maybe because i was always on vacation yeah <laughs> um but it just felt like a really great place to live and he loves it and always would talk talk about it so One night when Eric and I were talking about our future, we were thinking about different places to live and realized that we could like half our rent and triple our square footage. Um, we were living in a loft, there. and we had it was up three flights of stairs for our poor dog to go outside, Aww. and um, she she was doing so many walks. Now I'm like horrible with my dogs; I don't walk them at all because they have a backyard. They're um, fine. They're but totally fine. They're fine, right? Um, I'm sorry. And go. so, um, we decided to move here, like just willy nilly, um, just like that, just like that. Like maybe, like, I mean, we're both. I'm very. I'm an Aries, and I'm very like very quick to decide go for it an adventure let's do it you need
1: to rub off on me because i'm the <laughs> overthinker. i will overthink everything well what if this happens or what if that happens and yeah so
0: no i'm like very quick to make decisions and just go with it and then like adapt if something happens um so and i i've worked for at and um right out of college with my first job so i had a really great job with them then you could move anywhere um that just as long as i had an internet connection i'm That's good amazing and so he was kind of wrapping up he had a wine um um a bar a wine bar there that he okay. owned and he was like thinking about selling it so it ended up just being a perfect scenario so sold it and we moved here in january of um 2014 Wow. So and we haven't really looked back like, and didn't
1: know anybody other than your other dad, other than right? my dad.
0: We didn't know anybody wow. and so um and my stepmom and so really quickly Eric got he's a um, sommelier. My husband has always been in the restaurant business is a sommelier. I don't think I'm saying that right ever, and um. Yeah. What does that mean? It, it wine expert. Okay. Okay. So, like, you. Sorry, you go like through a Sommelier Guild, and he got like oh. blind wine tasting, like to pick the wine from the region wow. of the grape. Like, he's That's very fancy. He's a very fancy wine person, but he doesn't drink wine with me because he's like wine is work.
1: Okay, I feel like you said at one point that he doesn't drink grape. He doesn't
0: drink at all. <laughs> but when he, he drinks at work, like that. when he wine tastes yeah. for like the restaurant. But he knows so much about wine that it's like. Old hat. That's like so he funny. does it. I'm like, can you please drink a glass of wine with me? And he's like, I don't want to drink any wine. <laughs> he's like, all I think about is what food it goes with and oh, what it no, tastes like. I and, see.
1: it triggers those thoughts. Yeah. And that I'm like, sense.
0: okay. And so, anyway, um, I'm getting like deep in the wood, like deep in the mix with this. But anyway, so we moved here and then um, we were already engaged. And so we were like, we knew what we were going to do and about the wedding. You know, we already had it all planned. And it just worked out that one of my dad's really good friends found this business this restaurant that was closed and needed a, a refresh, and they bought it, and Eric never looked back. So that wow. became Pork and Crust. Pork um, and Crust. If and you're a
1: Huntsville or Madison, yes, go and see them. Yes, it's yes, we wonderful. named it. I'm
0: so proud of ourselves. I love like, it. Like we went back and forth on text for like a couple of days on the name. So good. Um, thanks. And so, um. He opened that and then we had a baby and we were married and it just all kind of like happened like that. So Mm -hmm. it was really quick. And so nothing really changed for me except when we had our son. Um, I was like, great, because I still worked from home. Nothing really changed um, except like knowing anybody here. So you
1: were able to continue working from home and then just had him there.
0: Yes, yes. Um, quickly found out I could not have a baby at home while I worked. Okay, that's I thought, what I was wondering. I thought that, like, I could. Like, yeah. I was like, oh, I'll be able to do yes. this. Yes. Um, quickly very, very quickly realized, like, that's not going to work. So, I think most
1: moms go through that. They like, think, oh, yeah, it's, home. Home. it's just a baby. I'll just, like, it's... work while they're yeah. napping. It's not Easy. a big deal.
0: No, it's literally the biggest deal in the world. It is, absolutely. Um, even as he's about to be eight, like, it's still very, very difficult to work at home with him yes. at home.
1: Yes, so my boys are five and seven. Okay. Um, my oldest is right there behind um, behind Evan. So, yeah, yeah. I understand I mean, that very I mean, he
0: can be, you know… Independently playing, have a screen time, but still, it's snacks. I need, I uh-huh. need, I want, mommy, I want. Mom. mommy, hey, mommy, hey, mommy, hey, hey mommy. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Cheers. Cheers. So, um, it's a lot, but it's wonderful. I'm going to trade it, but absolutely,
1: yeah. yeah, that's awesome. Well, so you didn't know anybody here, no one, but now I know that you have a lot of of great friends. You have a great community around you. So, how did you start meeting people? Through Evan. Through All Evan. Through Evan. Like, okay.
0: Because. Working from home when you're in your 30s, um, and you moved here, you don't know. Like, how do you meet friends? Like, maybe at the if you work out, which I didn't, don't um. preach. Same, <laughs> uh, should, um, but don't. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I want to. Yes. I mean, I've been doing yoga on Wednesday mornings, hey, but but you know, but you know what? I'm big on habits. Yes, baby steps. You're it, you're creating. I'm trying that habit. to do the habit and, of doing yoga. Yes, on Wednesday absolutely. Um. And so once he started going to daycare and he started going to school, I just would be like, hi, hi, like to any mom that would like look at me or smile at me. Yep. And so like, I just, I'm very, very social and an extrovert, if you couldn't tell. No, so, so I'm like, did you want to go to happy hour? Did you guys want to go? Yep. So I'd be like trying to plan stuff and just invite anybody that wanted to come. And so that's kind of how, it I keep doing that. I am sorry. Okay. No, you're um, I just, that's kind of how it started. That's awesome.
1: Cause I know it can be super scary. You know, it's, it's easier for someone who is extroverted. I don't have a problem walking up and saying, Hey, I'm Shannon. Nice to meet you. Yes. But I know that that's super hard for some moms. So yes. that's awesome that you were in that situation, but it didn't scare
0: you to go and just say, you know, hi, does anybody want to be my friend? You know, kind of like that that thing in the bathroom when you're in the the bathroom with all the ladies and you're like, hey, does anybody need anything? Let's be
1: friends. (laughs) Let's be friends. Um, So, yeah. yeah. I had a friend at church one time, um, a girl that sat behind me. And she was like, one day we were talking and she said, I really don't know you, but I want to be your friend. And it was, I still remember to this day, like it was such a sweet moment. Yes. And so, you know, just going up to somebody and say, hey, I want to yeah, be your I friend. Be, I think I like your vibe. Let's be right. friends. Yes. Yes. Okay. So, um, so you guys have moved here. Mm-hmm. You've got a new restaurant. Yes. A new, baby. a new baby. Life is a lot. Yes. What happens next?
0: So um, it was... It was a lot, especially with Eric, like, working all the time. So um, I didn't realize, like, how hard I was making it for myself, like, with Evan at the beginning. I was real, like, I can do this by myself. I work from home. I don't need help. Yeah. Um. It's, you know, pick him up as soon as I could from daycare, which just drive me crazy that I, you know, was trying to get him as soon as I could. And spend as much time with him. And then... Um, When he was almost seven months old, so he was born in February. And then, so I found out, so in August, um, I was just felt, um, a lump on my breast and was still seeing like my OB for like, after having a baby. Um, and so went in and she's like, I feel it. Let me, you know, just refer you to, um, a breast doctor. And so I went Um, the next day, actually, like everything, um, went really super fast, Shannon. So it was like, I have a lump, I feel it. I went to the doctor, they give me an ultrasound or they give me an exam. So
1: hold hold on, let me ask you something. Yes. Did that make you scared because it went so fast? I know a lot of times. So
0: I think I'm getting ahead of myself. So when I first felt it, I thought it was like just a bug bite. And so, and my breasts, were very large <laughs> i'm not trying to say that like conceited but you facts. know like they're it's dense facts. yeah and of so course. i was like oh this is nothing and what is so crazy is the day of the appointment it, it was gone and so i was really? like i didn't even want to go because i was so busy at work and my husband was like no just go you've already made the appointment blah 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 yeah and so i get it i get the mammogram and they're like okay now we're gonna hold you we want to take a we want you to have an ultrasound And so I wasn't scared, like, to your question, up until that point. At first, I was like, this is nothing. I'm getting this mammogram for nothing. This is a waste of time. I could be at work. Um, I was, like, very, very career-focused at the time. And um, I was shocked, like, literally shocked that after, like, I'm watching her do the ultrasound and I just, like, no, like, put it in my stomach. I'm like, I just know this is horrible. And then the doctor comes in, who I haven't even met and like she like looks at the ultrasound and she's like, Okay, let's do another mammogram. And I'm like, Oh my gosh. So I go back and do another mammogram and then she's like, Now let's go talk into my office. And then so I get into her office and it's like this really scary, like little room with like a box of tissues on the table. Oh my and I'm just like, What is happening?
1: Yeah.
0: And so she's like, I know we just met. This is not how I'd want, you know, to start this conversation, but I'm like ninety nine percent sure you have breast cancer. And I'm like, how can you be so sure? Like, just from my mammogram and the ultrasound, she was like, yes. Like, how your, how the ultrasound looks like, that's totally what cancer looks like. And so I was like, 99. percent So you've been wrong. She's like, one time, I've been wrong. So you're trying to to fight that? No, yeah, that's I'm like, not, this not can't, what it is. It can't it's be. Gone. It can't be. The, the bump and it, is what, gone. It wasn't completely the other breast. That's why the bump was gone. The, wow. the breast that didn't even have a lump, have any feeling, nothing was the breast that was the problem. Wow. Which was like totally destiny, meant to be in in whatever you want to call it, prayers, God, whatever you want to call it, meant to be that I went to the doctor. You found that because otherwise you would I have would not never known. Have known. I would not have known. Wow.
1: So what did you feel like in that moment when she um, told you?
0: Helpless. Um, like I thought I, thought I was going to die. Like, I couldn't believe it. And I had this baby and I was like, I have to go get Evan. And I just didn't even know how I was going to like focus. So then when I was saying like, it went very fast, it was like, from then on, it was like appointment, 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 appointment with the plastic surgeon, with the breast surgeon, with an oncologist. Okay. Now, you know, so all that being said, I needed to get a double mas- mastectomy. That was like the course of uh treatment. Uh, while it was still caught early, I still had to do six rounds of chemotherapy, which I lost all my hair, which is, like, the worst thing you, you can do to a woman. You have such beautiful hair, Thank too. you. Yes. Thank you. Um, so when you lose, like, your breasts and your hair, like, at the same time, it is, like, devastating isn't even the word. Like, you can't. It's – you just feel, like, the most horrible sense of loss and – you blame yourself like did I cause this you know like should should I have been exercising more should I have you know uh, there's so many different things but I've learned now like not to be so hard on myself about it like it just happens to people it happens in your body everybody has cancer in their body just sometimes it grows in other people's bodies than it does in other people it just it just is really crappy it is Um, I can't imagine having um,
1: that experience and and like you said the loss of so much of it, of yourself, of what feels, yes. you know, of you and having to process that amidst. Again, we're just gonna, gonna remind listeners the fact that you're going through this while you have a new baby, mm-hmm. which is overwhelming in itself. Yes. And your husband is doing a new business, which is overwhelming in itself.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: so then you have this news. So what happens next?
0: So I do all the treatment and I first act like that nothing happened. Like, like it, d- it just was like, I put a bandaid over it. Like did you, nothing did you happened you tell people I very, no, I didn't put it on social media. Like my family knew, um, and my close friends, but I didn't ask for any help. Like my dad at this point lived across the street basically from us. And they, he was the only person that helped me with Evan, which is great. Their relationship is so great. Yes. And like, it helped me because I was like such a, crazy mom like never wanted him to go anywhere like i was afraid he was going to get sick or something right. and plus he already went went to daycare and i'm like he needs to be home all the time with me and so i had to like let that go and like my dad had to take him on days i would have chemo and um was just not feeling very well so anyway that happened and then i went right back to work i acted like i didn't take any time off work like just barely enough for the surgery and then i would do chemo like on fridays so like after work, like I didn't even I, I really was still like career focused. Like I'm so young, I'm not gonna let this stay in my way. I'm gonna move forward. So that's what happened. My hair grew back. I acted like nothing happened. Um, then two years later, I'm doing a so because of my condition, I would have to go in and get scans regularly. Right. Um, all the, you know, every three months. Well, a scan came back where it, they saw a, a spot on my lung. So, had all of everything came rushing back, and every like it's back. So, it was confirmed through a biopsy that the cancer—it it wasn't lung cancer; it was breast cancer—that actually had spread, um, to my lung. Wow. And you felt nothing. The same? Did you? I had no idea.
1: But emotionally, how was this, that time, news this time?
0: I was like, now I'm really gonna die. And now I told everybody. I like changed my whole method of like I need everybody to pray for me. I don't think I'm gonna make it. And then I went down like the craziest, darkest depression like ever because I wanted just to disappear. I didn't want my family to have to go through this again. And then I really, really felt so guilty that I had done it to myself again. Like that I, I had that you had done it to yourself again, because like I, you know. Should have maybe not been eating red meat, or I should have been, you know, changing my diet. I shouldn't have been like drinking, uh, you know, my 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 pina Grigio that I love so much. <laughs> I shouldn't be drinking that, you know. But a part of me is like, I want to live. Damn it though, yeah, like absolutely. you know, like I still want to live, and I still, you know, but I I really put it in the back of my mind and never thought it was gonna happen again. And so this time I'm like, I'm taking off work. I'm going to focus on my health, like. First priority. So I changed a lot, like completely changed my career. Like I was like had a conversation. Like I took a year off work.
1: Wow.
0: Um, and got healthy. I mean, and and I basically had this. This round was a lot different. It, the lung surgery was a lot more to get the recovery. Um, and then I had to do radiation and chemo again. So the radiation is every day. You don't like realize it's like every oh day for goodness. thirty, like forty days. And so how long on... during the day does that? Like how many? So it was like you're in there for actually like ten minutes, but it would take like an hour of my day each day to like drive, get to the appointment, and then be home. Right. So was, like, I just don't want to work and like have to deal with it. Yeah. So my work was amazing. I could, that's one good positive that's working awesome. for a, a corporation. As um, you have really good benefits. Yes. So I was able to keep my job just to kind so of good. like take off a year for it. And I'm
1: sure that took a weight off of you. It that...
0: did. It did. It made, it, I was able to like, I felt like I could breathe a little bit, like not having to worry about that part too, because it's so stressful. Like just going and going to these like treatments and like dealing with all that. Um, and again, I accepted lots of help. You did this, this time. time this time. I was like, take Evan. I'm going to be like, I would never leave him at other people's houses. And I had to like line up like, okay, this is my friend. Can you watch Evan? Like for me, can you, you So, know.
1: do you feel like you had a change? You had a change mentally of, okay, now I'm okay with asking for help or it was a necessity. So that was why you did it kind of both, okay. but
0: more along the lines of a necessity. Okay.
1: So you were starting to recognize, okay, this is, I've got to deal with this. Mm -hmm. I'm going to get healthy. I'm going to ask for help.
0: Where do you go from here? Yes. And so I did and I got better. And um, the only thing that did not get better was my mental, my brain. It stayed in that funk zone of negativity and depression. It took a lot longer for my brain to kind of get back to normal. Mm -hmm. So I, I was put on an antidepressant for the first time, um, and was trying to figure out like the right medication. That let that took a while to like yeah. get my groove, um, and then goodness, now that's been five years ago now, maybe. Yeah. Um, that is crazy. I guess it has been. I don't even know. Right. Um, so You've been too it's busy been living, great. Doing I've been, all the yeah, things. Yeah. So I totally switched it where. My work isn't number one anymore. Um, my family isn't like me. I'm number one, my family, and then really trying to make an effort to do different things and meet and have more interactions with with females and and change that um, instead of just like being like a crazy homebody, right. which is what I was
1: really. I can't even imagine that for you because I feel like you're always going and you're always doing. and. So I can't even
0: see it's, you like it's being different. at different. My husband's like, we're going, you're always busy. And I'm, he's like, you weren't, because I was not like this, Chan. Like I was a home body and I like, I love doing stuff, but I just felt, I just didn't feel like it. Yeah. Yeah. And now I do.
1: And now you do. And now I do.
0: I love that. Yeah.
1: And so now you have really built this group of friends, of friends like your tribe. I yeah. feel like I see you constantly, like I said, going to different workshops and doing different things and it always looks so fun. Yes, um so and fun. so tell me a little bit about your friendships now and what kind of role that plays for
0: you in your life. Sure. Um so r- luckily enough, I've met some great friends through having the podcast. So just like when you're vibing with somebody like you, like when I saw met you like at the, you know, at the podcast, but like just the guests that I've had on Um, half of them have become like my friends, like real friends. Um, I, you know, just working with Tori, Tori's one of my, my best friends now. And like, I just hired her to just be my party planner for my son's (laughs) parties and we just hit it off. And she's been on the, you know, obviously she's been on the podcast.
1: Tori has the party prep co Yes. Which and a, a nice little storefront yes. in in Stovehouse in Huntsville. So if you haven't been there, you should go. Yes, you she throws go. amazing parties. They're phenomenal. Phenomenal. Yes. I've never
0: never looking back. She's like doing I'm um, like you cannot stop. You're I gonna love have it. to Like you're gonna have to plan Evan's wedding. Um, <laughs> by the time it comes around, he's, she plans everything. There you go. Um, so. I just made an, like, now, you know, On I'm, I'm very more social on Wednesday. Like, I always record the podcast on Wednesday, so that gets me out of, like, you know, if I'm having a fun week, it always makes me feel better, yeah. like, to sit down and talk to a woman or whomever the guest is. I've had one male on, so I don't, I don't <laughs> want to say all of it. Right. Um, but, and then just, it just makes my time with, like, my family, like, that much better. That's true, because. I just feel like my cup is full in that area. And you're being so intentional
1: with it. With, I think it's so important that we as women, I mean, just as people in general, but especially as moms, are very intentional about what fills us. Mm-hmm. Because it's not the same for you as it is for me. Sure. And we know that only because... <laughs> Jamie is obsessed with pop culture Yes, and I know absolutely nothing. And so she'll be like, oh, I saw this amazing show or, or this happened. And I'm like, oh, OK, you'll have to tell me more because I have no clue. Yes. So, but I love that 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 fills you and you know that about yourself. So yeah. No, you, yeah. No shame. Yes. Do you feel like everything that you've gone through um, and, you know, therapy and all of those things, you know yourself better? Yes. And how does that how does that shift things for you now versus before?
0: I think, too, I've turned since turning since I've been since I turned 40. Now I'm in my 40s. um, You just don't care about or you care in different ways. So meaning that, like, if a friend does something that you're not or acquaintance or somebody that you're, you know, talking with and they do something that you're like, I didn't really like that you know, before I think you would just kind of sweep it under the rug and keep it going or not say anything and still remain friends with them. Now I like, you no, know, you know, I'm not trying to like cut people off, but I'm like, I just want to spend my time with people that are like, you know, can bring something to the table that can um, fill me up. I can fill them up and like learn something from them. Um, so I, it's just like who I've decided to surround myself yes, with.
1: It's so important. And the people that you surround yourself with are the ones that's how you're going to grow. That's right. the kind of person you're going to become is whoever is around you the most. And so being very intentional with that, it's yes. it's nothing against anybody. Exactly. It's not like I think you're a bad person. I just would rather spend my time with these people and that's okay.
0: Right, right. right. I love that. Um, just inspiring.
1: Yes. You know. absolutely um
0: so you've mentioned the podcast a few times yes
1: tell us a little about
0: your podcast oh my gosh okay so Matt city mom's podcast it will be a year april 1st that i started yes so last year um it was pretty much right after like white linen and wine so it was um that was in february so last year um the russell hill um cancer foundation has a yearly um it's not like a ball, but it's like a big event called um White Linen and Wine. It's and a fundraiser. It's a right? fundraiser yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. for cancer. And they honor um different people each year. And so I got asked to be one of the honorees last year. That's and amazing. so it was great. So got interviewed about my story and then um uh, two two other individuals, we all went up and you know, thanked everybody, and it was great. It was a great event. Like, um, my family flew in from Oklahoma. That's so and fun. Some of my friends, and you looked gorgeous, Thank by the way. Thank you so much. Yeah. Um, and so it was a great night for raising cancer, uh, raise, raising money for cancer, and um, just sharing my story. So, after that, I was like, this was fun, and um being around people and not necessarily me like feeling in need to tell my story about cancer but maybe just maybe connecting more with people right and so i listen to um different podcasts and only either it's like a murder mystery <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um it's like it. a thriller mystery murder or something that just makes me laugh like the entire time so I'm more like, I'm not, don't want to be in school anymore. Don't, so I'm not going to like research podcasts on like murders. Right. So I was like, it's just going to have to be funny. Um, well, I'm not a comedian by any stretch. I was like, well, I think things are funny. Like I, I have a sense of humor. Yeah. And so I was listening to this one podcast called the Giggly Squad and um, just would, like in Carline and just would die laughing like the whole time. And I'm like, this, I can do this. Yeah, I just like need somebody to talk to, you know, right. and they do pop culture, which it's a, you know, it was real interesting, of course, like what they were talking about. I love and um, just like what they were watching on TV. And it was so interesting to and that's right up your alley, right up my alley. So I was like, okay, how can I base? How can I make this work for like the city and like what the guests would come, you know, with? And so I being my personality, I have a lot of ideas um, they don't all like, I ha- I'm an idea person, but I don't really want to like finish it through. Like, right. I'm like, Hey, I really think that this area could use a really cool toy store. Someone should do that. Right. Not me, <laughs> Not me. but, but um, I, got the I have a really good yes. idea. Um, but anyway, uh, so my, I was telling my husband, I was like, cause I'm always like, I have this idea. He's like, Oh Lord. And so he, he said, I think this is actually a good idea. He's like, if you're willing to put yourself out there and I'm like, of course I'm willing to put yeah. myself out there. I'll talk, to so I'll talk to, talk to anybody. Anybody. Yeah. yeah, and so I started it April first, and it it's been so every single week, um, I have a woman come on, and she talks about her small business, most likely, or what she's doing, and so promoting them, and then um, what's going on in the city. So that's when you know review events that I've gone to, or like talk about some events that I'm going to go to um which is great the podcast like has opened that door completely like like you're talking about work, workshops like workshops are like out of control right now. Yes. <laughs> there's are like, so many they're everywhere. Like you can find a workshop like every day And the they're week. so fun. Yes, so, so fun. fun. I'm going one tonight actually. Oh. Um, yeah, south mine's having another one. That's awesome. Yeah.
1: Well, I'm going to have one someday. Okay, I don't good. have I don't have it figured out yet but just Yeah. Watch for that one. I day. can't
0: wait. Um first you there. Can be there yeah. I'll definitely be there. Um and then talk about pop culture and then just about being a mom. So that's kind of how it was born. And I just started the Instagram and just started inviting people and people were saying yes. And now now I'm booked out until like May. And
1: that's so amazing. Yeah.
0: So and I want to have a want to have something for the year anniversary. But I'm trying to. That's kind of in the works. I'm yes. trying to figure that out. Yay. Yeah.
1: Well, congratulations. That's really phenomenal. I have loved watching you. And of course, that's how I got to meet you was through the podcast. I went to the launch party for season Season two. two. And that was so fun. And um, I was just like, yeah, let's let's be friends. Yes, (laughs) yes. And so I'm so thankful. Um, I want to ask you. And by the way, just so you know, we will add the link to the podcast, Mad City Moms, in the show notes at SuccessfulMamaPodcast.com. So if you're listening, you can go and click through and find that there. Um, I would love to hear the premise of our show. You know, it's called the Successful Mama Podcast, where you get to define what success looks like to you. So I want to hear what is success to
0: Jamie? Just so the first word that comes to my mind is like happy happiness um with my son like my son coming home happy him happy like to go to school him coming home happy um my marriage being strong um and then just me feeling like everything's good i'm happy that's really how i feel success Mm -hmm. so um right now everything's just so wonderful and i just feel so grateful every day i wake up and i feel like that's a success yeah, You know, just being really um, grateful right now with everything that's in my life.
1: And I think it's so important to recognize, and you talked about it a minute ago, how there was a shift and you said, now I'm less worried about my career. And I know my family is most important. My relationships are most important. Yes. And so now when you're talking about success, that's what you're talking about. Yeah, I
0: don't even think about work anymore like that. Like I turn, I've totally have turned my corporate job like really low. Way down. Way down. So what is that different than I got a different yes I got a different job within ATT thats isn't as stressful as my other job was so I like purposely changed so I wouldn't I would be able to put it down at five.
1: Gotcha.
0: Um so that was super again can't say enough about my company being supportive. That's amazing. Um, so I was able just to take a step back and it doesn't stress me out at all anymore and I make the same amount of money actually a little bit more than I did with my really stressful job. Even better, even better. So it really worked out. That's awesome. And it gives me plenty of time to do the podcast and to be with my family. And do you
1: think that your version of success looks different now than it did prior to everything?
0: Everything, I really wanted to like be impressive like to the people that I worked with, like to show I was putting in all this time and I was so dedicated and I was the fastest to write back on an email and I was the fastest to turn in you know a presentation or you know be there 100 percent for my boss and it became like uh, every day yeah. a, a 24-hour position a 24-7 position that did not need to be a 24-7 24-hour 7 position Wow. so it, it caused a lot of stress um for me trying to balance everything right um so now it's it's a lot different so so what does balance look like I mean, do
1: you, you have moms who are, we're trying to do it all and we're trying Mm -hmm. to do it by ourselves because we don't want to ask for help. Mm -hmm. Um, What's your advice to moms that are in that scenario?
0: Just try to focus on what you're doing when you're doing it. So like meaning when I'm at work, I try not to worry about Evan. I try just to like knock it out so I can focus on work. And then when he is home from school, I try not to worry about work and I try just to focus on him. Um, or myself, or what my husband needs. Um, and instead of like carrying my work phone around with me, mm-hmm. it like stays in the office and if it goes off, I'll get it later. Yeah. So I just try to be present in each moment so you know I really take my work time seriously but then like as soon as it's over I don't I really take my family time seriously
1: I love that that's that's super important and I think it's phenomenal advice because it's so easy to carry everything to the next to the next place like you're all, always thinking about okay well you know thinking about work right well, what do I need to do for this and you're trying to listen to your kids tell you about Pokemon and you know the right. thing that happened at school and so if you can just turn that down Put it aside for later and really focus. And they notice. I mean, they notice if you're not getting them. He notices if I'm
0: on my phone. He's like, oh, are you working still? You know, and I'm like, no, no. Right. You know, or I am right now. You know, just give me a minute or whatever it is.
1: Yeah. Just being really clear with them because that that can be challenging Mm -hmm. for sure as a mom. Um, And plus,
0: since I work from home, he doesn't think I do anything. (laughs) Like Like, so does my husband, by the way. Like, you're home. I'm like, but I'm working. Uh huh. Uh huh. Why don't you just,
1: while you're, since you're home, go yeah, ahead and go take ahead care and just, of all the laundry, all the, stuff. All the di- go yeah. grocery you, shopping. You, can, you yeah. can do that. You're working from home. It's fine. Yeah. I'm like, no, I Kinda can't. Kind of like taking care of a baby when you're, you've got this. You think this. you can, but no, girl, you <laughs> cannot. Oh my goodness. Well, any advice you'd give your younger self as a mom?
0: Um, not to be so stressed about something happening to your child like i felt like i was so protective of evan when he was a baby about going anywhere like i didn't want him to get sick i you know just kept him at home on the weekends and i wish that like we had done more things like out you know out in the world and so I don't know what it was. And I, honestly, now that I think about it, Shannon, I feel like maybe I did have like postpartum a little bit. Oh, yeah. Um, that I was like afraid to like take him out because I don't know what was going to happen. Right. Right. <laughs> but, like, we were safe at home. Yes. Um, and so I would definitely say to my younger self, like, calm down. Like, it's going to be fine. Take that stroller out. You can do it. Yes. I know it's a big pain it's, in the
1: butt. And it's so challenging too. Like it's scary.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: and And even now I have to catch myself all the time still, even though I know it. I have to catch myself from saying, oh, be careful, be careful, watch, watch out, don't do that, you know, yes. and like let them experience things yes. and that's how they're going to learn and that's how they're going to grow is through that experience and through falling down and yes. through getting hurt. Like, through getting... Ne- if
0: they never get hurt, they're not going to know it hurts to fall. No. Like, yeah, so they're going to fall and they're going to fail. And... But
1: I can definitely relate to you on that, like protective, mm-hmm. I want to keep them in a bubble and definitely. now... You know, reminding myself they need to branch out. They need to be more independent, and yes. so I get that for sure. Um, well, anything else you want to share? Any any other? I'm trying to think
0: if we if we've got anything else we need to cover. Um, no, I was just gonna say like just be kind, I guess, to yourself. Like when you're doing things, like I think as moms we take things like so personally if we fail at something, um, if something's going wrong or your child acts up or they do something and you're so hard on yourself about it and that's something else I would say it's just like be kind don't with the small stuff and you know even though it's hard in the moment but Just just know you're doing your best and you know, that's all you
1: can do. Absolutely. And I try to tell myself all the time, like I need to talk to myself like I talk to my friends Yes. because I tell my friends how amazing they're doing and how, you know, you are a phenomenal mom. You are crushing it. It's okay that this happened. Yes. It happens to all of us. But then when I turn around and look in the mirror, I'm like, oh, why did you do that? Like, it's, it's so easy to put
0: ourselves down. One hundred percent. And I'm a big believer in like, don't say anything negative about yourself. And so I'm like, make sure I don't ever say anything negative to Evan. You know, like we don't say negative things. That's you good. Know, positive That's good only. for sure. I love it. Yeah. All right. Well, um, we have a real quick. Actually, first, where can they find you? Okay. So on Instagram, it's just at Mad City Moms um, Podcast. And then Facebook, at City Moms, Mad, Mad City Moms Podcast. And then the website is um, themadcitymoms.com madcitymomspodcast.com
1: okay. okay we'll link all of those link in the show notes Sorry, yeah so yeah. you'll have it no so numbers, you're good
0: mainly i'm on instagram and i just got on tiktok but i just post videos of <laughs> <with> my dogs <laughs> nothing, i'm not cool nothing, enough to be on tiktok nothing yet. um <laughs> related to the podcast at all it so my, my algorithm is just dog videos that's hilarious so that's, that's i love it <laughs> okay
1: so i've got a few quick rapid fire questions sure. to ask
0: you and then we'll wrap
1: up okay um what is your coffee order a vanilla latte okay i like vanilla latte what's yours um oh it's different right now it is currently a vanilla and cinnamon latte mm. get them to add the cinnamon it makes all the difference and i get coconut milk instead of okay regular milk so. okay but i don't get mad if they put the whipped cream on top i tell them no if they ask but if they don't it's like a treat to myself oh. so i probably shouldn't get it but anyway yeah okay perfect um, <laughs> so how clean does your house stay on, on average, on a scale of one to 10?
0: Mm-hmm. Man, I'm not like, a, I'm, I'm going to say like a good six. Okay. You're, you're doing good. Well, I, I mean, it, it's cleaned. It's, it's picked up. Yeah. But like, if you go in the corners, yeah, oh, there's no, going to be, fine. there's going to be some problems. Oh,
1: that's fine. So my, <clears throat> excuse me, my goal at my house, um, I've claimed this it's cleanish. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Cleanish. That's all we're going for. We're if someone going- comes in the door, I'm not going to be like, stay out. Yeah. I am sometimes. But <laughs> <laughs> some days you will have to stand outside if you come to my house. But for the most part, yeah. I'm so much better than I used to be. And we're still moving forward. But some days, I'm sorry, I'll come talk to you outside. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Don't judge me. No, Never. No, I do. Actually, I have a rule with my friends where I say, you're not allowed to clean your house for me. And I'm not going to clean my house for you because we're just coming to see each other. and We don't care about the mess. I love that. That's fine. I love that. Uh, Okay. You're going to love this one. This question is made for Jamie. Yes. I can't wait. A book
0: or show you've recently loved. Oh my gosh. (laughs) So many. So many. (laughs) So many. But I have to give it up to, and I'm going to shout out Georgina Cross. Oh yes. Because she was a recent podcast guest and she lives in Huntsville. And I called her out when she was on the podcast because she didn't bring me any of her books. I saw, I listened to that. And so I was like, Georgina, what the heck? I want like a signed copy. Well, this was so sweet. She ended up mailing me like a signed copy and like wrote, Nanny Needed, y'all. Was it good? It was so good. It's exactly the kind of book that I let, like mystery, thriller, plot twists, everything. And then I immediately bought, like, I was like, well, I'm going to buy her other ones. And they're... So good, too. So can't say enough about Georgina Cross, especially because she's at Huntsville.
1: Obviously, we got to support um, local. Yes.
0: Yeah, so the niece, the stepdaughter and Amy Needed, I've all read like oh, so fine. quickly. So there's some some recommended books for you yes, to go check out. Yes. Um. And then shows Um. The Last of Us just started um, on HBO. And I'm really digging that show right now. I think um, so. We don't watch a ton of TV at our house. But I
1: think that that one will get watched because my husband's a big video gamer and that is like one of his very favorite games. And okay. I even played through that game with him. Oh, you did! And it was really good. And so okay. I think that that one will definitely, we'll have to stay up late and like plan movie or, you know, show yes. night to watch all of those. Yeah. So that's kind of what I'm into right now. I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And last one. What is the most random item in your purse right now?
0: I have anything random, um, oh my gosh, maybe, <laughs> oh my gosh. Baby powder? Oh, baby powder. Okay. My feet? Yeah. <laughs> I have sleek shoes on. You know why I, don't I have this thing. on? I do the same Actually, thing. Actually, it's from, I heard, this is why I had it on my first, last time we went to the beach that you're supposed to put it on your feet and it gets the stand off. Did it work? I've heard that yes. too. And yep. you smell good.
1: Okay. Now, you know, now, you know, it's been tested more and know. tried. That's mm-hmm. right.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, this has been so much fun. Thank Yay, you so, so much, much for coming. Good Thank good you course. all for listening. And we will see you next time on the successful mama podcast. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the successful mama podcast. For more information, head on over to SuccessfulMamaPodcast.com where you can find show notes and all the links mentioned in today's episode. Tap that share button and remember to tag at Successful Mama Podcast. and make sure to go leave a review. It really does help. A special thanks to Will Carruthers. Until next time, remember Mama, success looks more than one way and it's up to you to define it.